In January of 2020, the American healthcare system was hijacked by leftist ideology with no proof, no scientific evidence. Lockdowns were ordered. Vaccines were mandated. Businesses were shut down. People were fired. We have a lot of national PTSD over the government overreach during the COVID-19 pandemic. And today's guest, my friend, Dr. Richard Bartlett, is an emergency room physician who has a practice in West Texas. Today, he's going to share what's happening with the CDC and the World Health Organization so that we can take lessons from what happened during the last three years and never let it happen again. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. Thank you guys for tuning in to part two of my interview with Dr. Richard Bartlett. Uh, my, My heart in bringing these interviews to you is really to remind you that the spirit of fear should never be listened to under any circumstance. The Bible teaches us that God did not give us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. And today, Dr. Bartlett and I are going to talk about what we do next when the next pandemic happens, when the next uh, government propaganda machine kicks into high gear. What do we do? Who do we listen to? Where do we go? I hope you guys appreciate this conversation with Dr. Bartlett. And more than that, I hope it encourages you to walk by faith and not by sight. I'm glad that you brought up local government because I think a lot of people uh, assume and, you know, we give a lot of attention and rightly so to the federal government. You know what Joe Biden is doing, this guy who can't string a coherent sentence together, who obviously is in uh, serious stages of mental and cognitive decline. But we need to focus really hard on local governments. It matters who your sheriff is. It matters who your city council is. I mean, for goodness sake, we saw what happened with Ron DeSantis in Florida in the middle of COVID-19. The Floridians were largely free. While the rest of the country was shuttered, depending on what part of the country you lived in, Washington State, I think one of the worst because we have a tyrannical government. But the fact of the matter is if you had a city council who was willing to stand up against this stuff, you were largely protected. Uh, The city councils that went along with it, the leftist organizations that were running the school system, for example, we realized how much control the governors have and how much control these local municipalities have. And I'm encouraging uh, voters, stop looking at what's happening in the federal government and start really looking at who is running your local municipality from the city council to the school boards to your governorship, because it matters, doesn't it? it, it that, is, that is where the rubber meets the road. That's where this line in the sand is. And you know what? Despite what they said, COVID is over. I'm an ER doctor and I am in the ER a lot. And I can tell you on the front lines we're not in the same situation as we were three years ago, three and a half years ago, when that bioweapon was released. Yep. yep. And uh, call it a bioweapon because you know what? The bad guys get to call it that all the time. And, and Heidi, some of the cr- craziness and the lack of rights, the violation of basic constitutional rights happened, I believe, because this was actually a military countermeasure. This was the military there's some there are many reports of the Department of Defense being the ones that were in charge of what we did and that Fauci and others were just talking heads. Yeah. Mouthpieces. Yeah. yeah right and down so, to the propaganda. Right. All propaganda. There was no science. Uh, follow the science off a cliff. If it's his false science, mm-hmm. it was science fiction with Fauci. Mm-hmm. And so let's talk about the the seed. So we know who the who is. The who is North Korea. 
do you need to say any more? Right. Unbelievable. Uh, and you got and you got Dr. Tedros, who's not a medical doctor, not a nurse, not a chiropractor, not a pharmacist, not a therapist, not trained in med- in medical care, hasn't treated a patient during the whole pandemic. That's how much he cares. Um, and he's he's in charge of the who. That's amazing. He's not elected. He's not American and he's not elected by us. And so what the heck do we care what he says? Uh, and so now let's talk about the CDC. They had Rochelle Walensky mm-hmm. and she stepped down. She's the one that said the vaccines are sh- safe and effective. And she said, if you get the shot, you won't get COVID. I just the last. I just I know about a young man who just got off the ventilator today in New York State. Who, after his second shot, he is on the ventilator because he had heart had it hit his heart. Wow. And so he just got off the ventilator today. But I think we've got enough evidence now that if you get the shot, it doesn't keep you from dying from COVID. Right. As a matter of fact, it it doesn't keep you from spreading it. It doesn't keep you from serious disease. It doesn't keep you from spreading it. That's right. And so lie, 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 lie. Mm -hmm. And uh, where are all the people that were saying that on CNN and MSNBC and all the other Fox? Mm -hmm. Um and so well they've been discredited right around the board now. I think one of the one of the sad things about this is that there are good doctors out there, but there are so many people I know because I hear from them here at the show all the time. They're afraid to do uh just to find a regular doctor now because of all the tyranny and all the pressure and all the uh PTSD really from how they were treated during COVID-19. And I don't know where we go from here. You said PTSD, and that just triggered me. Um, (laughs) In Odessa, Texas, where I was the beginning starter of a monoclonal antibody infusion center for Regeneron, and we were uh, seeing great things happen. The three hospitals in the area, their COVID census was dropping like a rock because we were working 11-hour days, dressed in the hazmat suit, six days a week, only around very sick, highly contagious people with COVID, not afraid of it, were there to help. And we were seeing the hospital census at all three hospitals go, drop like a rock. Uh, half the people in there get, that were sick getting transfusions were, quote, vaccinated, by the way. Yeah, it's crazy. How does that happen? It's crazy. How does that happen? Yeah. But across the street at the hospital, across the street, Heidi, they were putting plastic bags over people's heads that tested positive for COVID in the ER. And for a whole year, they, they were putting plastic bags, like a big 50-gallon uh, bag over people's heads down to their waist that were low what? on oxygen. Yes, you got to picture in there you can't, you can't make story. this i'm looking at it yeah i'm gonna put it in the show notes today you can't put, make this put it stuff in the up. show they they did this to over a thousand people over a year's time and and doctors look the other way heidi nurses look the other way heidi they, they they doubled down when i called them out on this they attacked me and they were trying to accuse me of trespassing as i was trying to save lives over there um that's, that's heidi just, it's it, unbelievable heidi if, if you walked past a plate glass window and there was a daycare inside and they were putting a plastic bag over a child's head, you'd go in there and you'd pull that bag off that child's head, wouldn't you? Yeah, of course. Even, even if they told you, well, this is, our, this is our COVID protocol to protect the workers. That was the excuse 
Unbelievable. That we do this to protect our workers at the hospital. I yeah. thought they were there to help people. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so the things that have happened, when you say PTSD, there was a child that was a, a minor that came into the hospital and they put a bag over her head. Before she got COVID, she was the trainer on all the sports teams in high school, social butterfly. She goes through that adventure where they put the bag over her head and she's already short of breath. Her oxygen was in the 80s before they put the bag over her head. She was wearing a mask because they forced her to. So she had a mask on underneath the bag. And when she reaches up out of panic, like if you're underwater and you can't breathe, she was in that kind of panic. She reaches up to pull the mask down and they start barking at her. Put that mask back on. So after that experience, she's she has PTSD. She drops out of school. She's in counseling. She it has it has devastated her family. Yeah. And so when you said PTSD, this is what happens when yeah. healthcare gets off the rails. Yep, it's real. It really is. It is. And now we know we can't trust the World Health Organization. You can't trust the CDC as far as you can throw them. So what happens, Dr. Bartlett? I mean, you've been in emergency medicine for a long time. And uh, your voice has been one of the strongest throughout the entire pandemic. Where do we go from here? Because that's the question. This will happen again because they've realized now it's a mechanism for control. And so what happens during the next uh, during the next pandemic? What happens when we're looking to find a decent doctor? Where do you tell people to start? Where do they go? Heidi, um, I think uh, first we pray because yep. good things happen, too. And th- good things can happen out of the blue. And bad guys don't always get what they want. Yeah. And so we cannot stay in fear. We have to continue to try to help our neighbors. And those voices that have lied over and over and over again, maybe they're the loudest voices that we're going to keep hearing, but we don't need to seek them out. Mm -hmm. And we don't need to uh, just swallow everything they say in the next pandemic because they promised us there's going to be future pandemics. Oh, yes. I'm going to tell you, Heidi, there are already solutions to many of these things. God still answers prayer. My treatment strategy came to me while I was working in the emergency room in March of 2020. And I was praying, Lord, what do I do if someone comes in here and they say, I can't breathe? And they have COVID because they said there's nothing I can do. I laid down in the call room in the ER. And while I was asleep, Heidi, this strategy of budesonide, clarithromycin, and, ans- and aspirin came as an answer to prayer while I was asleep. And it's been used around the world. It's been added to the treatment protocols in Australia, India, around the world now. Wow. Validated by studies in Germany, in, in Germany, in Australia, in the UK with uh, uh, Oxford University, and Brazil. Iran studied budesonide against COVID and proved that it works. So why don't the American people know this stuff? Because they're listening to voices that are not telling them anything useful many times. Mm -hmm. None of this has been on Fox News, by the way, other than when Rand Paul mentioned it for a second. Right. Because Rand Paul tells the truth. Right. He happens to be a doctor and he's he's a hero. Heidi, you're a hero. And and I think, uh, in truth, you should be a congressman at least. And I say that with great sincerity. But we've seen what's happening on on the federal level. Yep. But I'll tell you, there are heroes, there are voices that we can trust. Rand Paul, Senator Ron Johnson. Mm-hmm. In Texas, we got a Senator Bob Hall. Mm-hmm. If he says something, even though it's in Texas, 
It's the truth mm -hmm. in Washington state. I agree. And so listen, because there's already answers to these problems. Don't, don't comply. Don't be part of the next human experiment with no long-term safety data. And that sets you up for disaster. Do not go off that cliff. The, the nurses that quit or were fired because they wouldn't get a COVID shot in Illinois are millionaires now after the fact. Yep. And so do not comply with human experiments with no long-term safety data the next time this comes around. Yeah, I think that's probably the most important thing is for people to not listen to the government narratives anymore. Sadly, they've proven that they can't be trusted. And we do know that there are voices, and you just uh, mentioned several of them, including yours, that can be trusted. And so these are going to be the places, at least that I go, the next time this happens. I thought it was interesting, the article that you sent me, that they have caught uh, people in Australia. Australia has been caught now using crisis actors to spread COVID hysteria. All of this stuff has served to push a narrative that literally killed tens of thousands of people across the United States, correct? And they're still pushing it. Yeah, that's a that's, recent story. Yeah, That's a recent story that the government in, in Australia has paid crisis actors on commercials acting like they're short of breath in the ICU saying they're acting. And they say, I, I wish I would have got the COVID shot. Oh, my word. Please get the COVID shot. I have little children and I can't take care of them anymore. Don't let this happen to you. That is about as deceptive as the yeah. devil in, in the Garden of Eden. Yeah, it is. Well, and this is the spirit of the age. And we've been talking about this a lot on the show. And I think it's so important that you reminded people to pray the Bible says that God didn't give us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. And it's amazing when that spirit of fear sits on you, you lose your ability to reason correctly. Like we can't see things uh, the way that we normally would. It's like when you find out when you're a mom and you lose your child in the shopping mall or something, and all of a sudden you get tunnel vision because you can't find your child and you start to panic. And I think that's what happened. And because, I mean, even here, I don't know what it was like in Texas, but in Washington, even the street signs like the big giant LED lights over our freeways, get your COVID-19 shot, get your booster. It was so dystopian that, I mean, and I still, I walk into the stores uh, and I, I, I'm never going to forget it. I think this will be something we talk about for the rest of our lives. This three-year period when we were hijacked by the spirit of fear and people that did not have the best interest of humanity were at the helm of our government organizations around the world. We can never let it happen again. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. I am going to be traveling to Hermitage Hills Church in Hermitage, Tennessee this weekend for an awesome conference that I have not been to before called the Heart to Heart Ministries Homeschool Conference. I think you guys are going to absolutely love it. June 16th through 17th again at Hermitage Hills Church. I hope you guys will join me if you want more information and to register Go to HeidiStJohn.com forward slash events. Doors open for this event on Friday, June 16th at 5.30 p.m. And I will be the keynote speaker there this weekend. We're going to be talking about the culture. We're going to be talking about education, God's heart for families, and why we don't 
need to live in fear. I hope I see you this weekend in Hermitage, Tennessee. Someone I don't trust is Bill Gates. Oh, yeah. And Bill Gates, with the Gates Foundation, is funding 80% of the WHO. Bill Gates, who's not a doctor, a nurse. He's not a doctor. He's not a nurse. He's not a chiropractor. He's not a pharmacist. He's not a janitor in a hospital. Right up there with George Soros. Yeah. Hello. There's another one I don't trust. But George Soros just passed everything down to his son, Alex, by the way. The 37-year-old son's now going to be in charge. Good to know. So we'll see where that goes. Yeah, so there, we do have villains out there, super villains. Uh, but you know what? God is for us. And if God's for us, who can be against us? That's and right. we cannot be, we can't, we have to resist the fear. We have to keep on moving if we are afraid. We don't get paralyzed in fear. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. One of the things fear does is it paralyzes people. It'll make them just shut down. Yeah. And so we have to continue to be good parents. We have to continue to be good neighbors. We have to continue to do what we know we're supposed to do that day and not uh, shrink in fear. You know, they tried to shut down. uh, They shut down a lot of businesses a lot wrongly. In Texas, we have a hairdresser that got thrown in jail for three days during the pandemic because she opened her salon. Did you hear about that? Oh, the same thing happened in Oregon and Washington. Her name's Shelly Luther. She ran for Congress as well. And so Shelly Luther, she ran for state senator. Wow. Uh, But... Shelly Luther, thrown in jail for three days. Hey, in retrospect, there's a study that just came out of the, uh, was it the University of Washington? I think so, saying that these lockdowns, it's, it's it, Dr. Bhattacharya is out of Stanford, and he was talking about it. And it, it, it talks about the evidence of how these lockdowns have affected the whole nation negatively yep. as far as health care. Yeah. So- so, hey, our new CDC director, Mandy Cohen, she's pro-lockdown. She, she, was, she sent a threatening letter to a school district because they stopped tracking the children. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, yeah. yeah. And it's so crazy. we, we got to stand. We got to stand. I think, you know, that old adage, fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me, applies here. That we, uh, that we get ready for the next Whatever it is that's coming at us, that we get ready for that now, that we don't react in fear as we did before. I think, you know, so many people were not ready for this, and it caught a lot of us off guard to realize, hey, there are people that consider themselves to be better, our betters, really, that are not interested in our health. And parents should never be forced into giving their children's vaccines. We have been talking about this for a long time on the show. And I think, sadly, one of the things that that is going to be a lifelong repercussion of this is that the good doctors that are out there, whose voices, frankly, were silenced during the pandemic. I know several doctors out in the Pacific Northwest who uh, the state threatened to strip their medical license from them simply by because they were telling the truth, simply because they were trying different protocols than what the CDC was recommending. And frankly, just like you, they were saving lives. They were actually the ones on the front lines of this thing, saving lives. But the medical community, to my, to, from my perspective, has, has taken a hit that I think it's going to take generations to overcome. I'm fine with that. Yeah, I don't think we should swallow everything blindly. My friend, Zev Zelenko, Dr. Zelenko, had a statement. He said, no one deserves blind faith but God. Mm. That means the CDC director doesn't de- deserve blind faith. That means the WHO doesn't deserve blind faith. That means the dictator of North Korea doesn't deserve blind faith, which is the WHO. That means Dr. Tedros, who's not a doctor, who's from um, 
Erasia, which has a terrible health care record, yep. and he's the director of the WHO, uh, he doesn't deserve blind faith. That means Doc, uh, Bill Gates, who's not a doctor, doesn't deserve blind faith. That doesn't mean I deserve blind faith. You need to pray and you need to do the right, do what you believe is the right yeah, thing. Yeah. Trust, trust God. Don't trust, uh, these other sources that want to be replacing God mm-hmm. and be, uh, so Heidi in China, your child, the government's choice. That's how it is in China. Yep. Your child, the government's choice. That we're seeing that idea come to the United States. Well, it's the government's choice whether your child has uh, surgery at 12 years old yep. that's experimental. Yep. You know what? If your kid needed appendicitis, the parent has to sign the informed consent uh, to give authorization for the appendix surgery. Why are they giving surgery for something else that's not an emergency procedure with a 12-year-old's consent? Right, right. This is all upside down and backwards. Yeah, it is. Don't trust a doctor or a nurse unless it, uh, get a second opinion. Mm-hmm. Hey, if your doctor's lying to you or telling you something that doesn't set well, get another opinion. Well, I think we've learned too that you know uh, this is this is going to force us to do that, which we should have been doing all along, right? Is just doing our own homework. You're the CEO of your own health, and so taking charge of the health of your family, making decisions that make sense for you, guarding your children uh, against government intrusion, whether it's through vaccines or whatever it is, you know, through the 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 uh, the transgender agenda, which is so prevalent now in the culture. Uh, the Hippocratic Oath is out the window. First, do no harm means nothing anymore, because if it did, we would have seen it in the pandemic and we saw anything but. Right. You know, it's really simple. We're told uh, first, do no harm. Well, they screwed that one up. And then second one is alleviate human suffering. The basic compassion, just trying to decrease someone's suffering. Maybe maybe someone's going to die, but at least you can give them some comfort measures. That has that used to be the standard, but they've gotten rid of the Hippocratic Oath. Uh, in the United States, it was methodical. It was coordinated. The American healthcare system was hijacked January 1, 2020, when certain clowns in white coats got in front of cameras and started taking over the healthcare system. And uh, this was methodical. It was coordinated. The evidence is there, and uh, so. We we have to, uh, like you said, we need to be good neighbors, good parents, good citizens, do the best we can to help other people. And 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 we might go through the valley of the shadow of death again, but we will make it to the other side with God's help. We got through this to the other side. And Heidi, um, there are answers to these problems that they're going to present. Yeah, there are. And I think God has really given us a window into his provision through voices like yours and other brave men and women who stood up really to tyranny. Uh, As you said, you were threatened. And I talked to you several times during the pandemic. Uh, It was amazing to me what they put good doctors through. And all you guys were trying to do was just say, hey, there's another side to the story. Let's look at it from a different lens. And you weren't allowed to speak. I've never seen anything like it in my whole life. And uh uh, and it's 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 Heidi, a lesson that we need to learn. Heidi, I I had four anonymous complaints to the medical board that uh, I think there's a lot of evidence that they came from doctors and hospitals, doctors that were on salary with hospitals that did not agree with what I was saying. One of the complaints was because I used the term silver bullet, mm. which means a simple solution to a complex problem, and that was the complaint that I used the term silver bullet. It was that ridiculous. But as much as that is a problem, 
I still needed to do the right thing because people were going to lose their mom, their dad, their child, their spouse, and people did. And so I had to do the right thing. But Heidi, before they were able to get the emergency use authorization, when I was getting traction with this message that we had a treatment strategy, I started getting, I started meeting people that had three initial, starting with a C, ending with an A. Yep. Do you hear me? Yep. And so, and I had a health situation in front of my wife and son, 12-year-old son. And so I'm telling you, there's a Dr. Batar who just died suddenly. And he he was giving a different narrative. Mm -hmm. There have been a lot of deaths of people who are talking. uh, And he was a brilliant doctor. And he uh, was special forces. He was an emergency room doctor originally. And he was helping a lot of people. But he was giving a different message than the government, than the government narrative. Wow. And so, uh, God bless his family, but I'm telling you, uh, we still cannot be paralyzed in fear. Well, it takes courage. And I think that's my takeaway. Honestly, it's, I, you are a national hero for the work that you've done for your willingness to use your voice to stand up against people that have more money than you do, more power than you. It's like trying to, you know, that's why people always tell me when I run for Congress, you know, you can't argue with somebody that buys ink by the barrel. In other words, don't mess with the newspaper, right? Because they'll print story after story after story. And it's really a classic story of the little guy versus the big guy. It's David versus Goliath. But you just said it. Greater is he who is in me than he who is in the world. The Bible says that there's no weapon that's formed against the children of God that will prosper. And if we can remember who we are and not be taken hostage by the spirit of fear, if uh, our faith will find its voice again, if our faith will find its feet, uh, I believe we're going to live to see really good things happen. But boy, we've got our work cut out for us. We always have. You know, our only hope has been God all along. He always was our only hope. But we're not helpless and we're not hopeless, Heidi. Yeah. That's what they told us in the beginning of this pandemic three years ago. Be afraid, be very afraid, hide in place, shelter in place. Yeah. And uh, But the reality is, no, uh, we will not shrink in fear. Uh, God has not given us a spirit of fear. He's given us a spirit of love, power, and a sound mind. Yep. And as long as we continue to look to him, Heidi, if he'll answer my prayer, a doctor in an ER through a dream and save millions of lives around the world, He'll answer anybody's prayer when they're praying for their loved one, for their neighbor, for their community. And so uh, that's how it's going to happen. They can't stop God. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And that, boy, that's a great place to end it today. They cannot stop God. And I love your, uh, your courage. Dr. Bartlett, it's been such an encouragement to me. I've told you before, you know, when uh, when my family, particularly my mom, when she came down with COVID, everybody knows after she was vaccinated and the whole thing, right? Uh, we treated her with budesonide, and it was a it was a difference maker. And I credit that to a part of what saved her life in the middle of all of that stuff. And so uh, I appreciate so much your efforts. You're continuing, aren't you, to practice medicine in uh, in Texas? Yes. Uh, I'm in the ER right now. I just haven't had a patient during this break, so that worked out perfect. And so I'm working a lot in the ER on the front lines and uh, have spoken to the Texas Senate, have met governors of uh, Tennessee and Oklahoma. And, uh, you know, it's been an interesting experience. Glenn Beck reached out to me uh, when he was having trouble and then did a story 
uh, about his mom and about him and his wife getting better. I don't know if you've heard of Alex Jones. Oh yeah. Uh, his his father was very sick, and he reached out to me, and then he told the whole world that it turned him around in a day. And so it's been an interesting experience, and, but it will be exciting if you're with God. It's not boring at all. That's right. Uh, That's right. And these are exciting times, and and we have great opportunity to help other people, and we need to look for those opportunities because that that is your defining moment. Whoever you are, all of us, helping other people is why we're here. Yeah, it's so good. It's right, and it's a reminder uh, that's part of the Great Commission, right, to go into all the world. And so I so appreciate what you're doing, just staying on the front lines of this and continuing to speak the truth. You never wavered. You never stopped. And I believe that because of the work that you've done and many other men and women like you, lives have been saved around the world. Dr. Richard Bartlett, you're a national treasure. Uh, don't be a stranger. Come back on again and let's stay in touch. Heidi, you're a treasure. And uh, your fame goes out of Washington State to Texas and around the world these days with the Internet. So thank you for what you're doing. Thank Your words do matter. Thank you for what you're doing. Thank you, my friend. I appreciate it. If you guys want more information on today's guest, head on over to HeidiStJohn.com forward slash podcast and scroll down to the show notes. If you are subscribed to the podcast, stick around for happy hour. Everybody else, thanks for listening. I'll see you back here again next time. <laughs>